It's podcast number 102, would you believe? Um, I'm going to be more professional tonight. I know um, you don't really believe this. A number of people told me actually they really enjoyed last week's, uh, but I think it was uh, pretty rambling. I know better. Um, someone actually reminded me that I did go off on a wee tangent about quantum mechanics, and if that isn't rambling, I don't quite know what is. Anyway, yeah, so it's going to be a bit more professional this week. Actually, we do have there's 10 tracks as well, so I might not be able to uh, talk quite as much as normal. Um, I know what normally happens when I have 10 tracks is I don't play them all, but um, I think I've actually sent emails to everybody that I'm playing on the podcast, so they all know that it's going to be played, so I can't really uh, drop any out. So it's definitely going to be, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to talk as much, um, maybe about an hour long. If it starts to look like it's overrun, I'm just going to shut up and play music, uh, such as this. This is a Spicehound Music Company, a new sensation. sensation by uh, the Space Hound Music Company. Actually, I got that wrong. The Space Hound Music Company doesn't have a the in front of it, and uh, New Sensation does. Um, and it's from an EP called uh, Revival. Uh, you can get from uh, Space Hound Music Co. co.bandcamp.com. I'm going to make tiny URLs for everything on today's podcast. Hopefully, I won't make anything offensive uh, like I did once before. But that's what you can also get the uh, EP if you go direct to tinyurl.com slash edspice. Um, did you hear that dog barking upstairs, or was that just me? Uh, maybe it's all in my head. I think there's a dog barking upstairs. Yeah, tinyurlcom slash edspice and that'll take you uh, straight. Or maybe it's outside. Maybe there's dogs fighting out in the street. That's put me off right at the start. This is a, a great start. Like I say, I was going to try and make it a little bit more professional tonight. Um, but every time I try and do that, um, it never really works. Last week, um, apologies if you listened last week, it was really quite rambling, wasn't it? Um, quite a few people have said to me that they liked the ramblingness. 
And like I say, that digression into quantum mechanics, which um, I don't think there's any real uh, need for that in a podcast that's supposed to be alternative lo-fi and uh, unsigned music and all that sort of nonsense. Um, but yeah, I uh, so yeah, I thought I went a little bit rambly. Um, what I tried to do last week, I think, was I tried to say nice things about people, and uh, my tongue kind of all got confused and disconnected from my brain. So I tried to say nice things about Masso and about uh, Matthew from Songwire Toad and about the Suns, uh, which I think, I mean... I don't, I, hopefully I didn't offend anybody. Um, Matthew said that um, everybody still hates me just as much as he used to before, which is definitely a good thing. Um, in terms of the Suns, actually, I don't know, did I say this last week? I'm not sure if I did. I, I met um, KP Sun from the Suns, who um, is kind of an enigmatic guy. Uh, I've played the Suns in the podcast uh, about a year ago, I think, or maybe a bit more than that, a bit longer ago than that was the first time I played them. I'm going to play them again on the podcast tonight. I'm actually going to play a track I played before. Um, but like I say, it was over a year ago, so um, you probably won't remember it. Um, although if you've got the current EP of theirs called Leviathan, you will know it because I'm going to play a track off that. But uh, yeah, it turns out uh, that KP Sun uh, from the Suns, I may have met him before. I think many people at the Maso gig weren't actually even sure if he existed because I didn't know what he looked like. Uh, they'd wander around and say to people, uh, do you know where, uh, do you know what KP Sun from the Suns looked like? And nobody, and nobody did. And at the end, um, people were saying, was he here? Was he here? Which was quite, quite amusing. But anyway, uh, yeah, it turns out he used to uh, be in a band with a flatmate of mine, uh, back when we shared a, shared a flat in the 1990s, so uh, yeah, I may have actually met him all that time ago, um, but there, who knows. Anyway, I tried to say nice things about all those people, and it probably all came out wrong, so apologies if it did, uh, but like I say, I've got some sons coming up later on the podcast. You can tweet at me at Edinburgh underscore man, actually, if you want to put me off. I think that is also what happened last week. People tweeted at me and put me off. Shambles Miller, I think in particular, tweeted at me, and his uh, stream that he was listening to was about 10 minutes behind. Uh, the actual stream, I don't know what he did, he's got some dodgy internet connection or something, but that confused me even more. Yeah, so um, I, I, there's one thing I do know, actually, about a professional radio broadcasting, not that this is a professional radio broadcast, is that you're only supposed to have one thing to say in between songs, otherwise you get yourself very confused, and uh, um, unfortunately I kind of break that all the time, and I've broken it right now, but on the podcast tonight, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I've got. It's kind of quite garage rocky, actually, looking at the amount of stuff that I'm playing. It's maybe something that's almost psychedelic. Uh, which you don't get very often. Um, and I'm not sure if many people are listening, actually, to be quite honest. So if you are listening, tweet at me just to see if it's working. Uh, but I think quite a few people who normally listen to the podcast are off on the Isle of Egg um, at the uh, away game, the uh, Fence Music Festival thing. Um, so if you are, um, then you're dead to me. This is Four Square House by Year of Birds. Warehouse by uh, Year of Birds, and it's from an EP or a cassette actually called Knock Language. I didn't obviously play it from cassette, I played it from some newfangled uh, digital format. On the Twitter, uh, By Tutatis Band says, uh, Good choice in Year of Birds, keep yammering. I actually got the uh, track, uh, I, I downloaded that off Bandcamp, obviously, as I do most of these things uh, that I play on the podcast. It is my favourite website, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I got it because I downloaded the By Tutatis EP, of which I may play actually, sort of not an EP, it's, uh, it's what is it? It's a double A side single even though it's on CD, so it's not really a double A side, but, but you kind of know what I mean. Um, yeah, I, I downloaded it because I downloaded the By Tutatis EP, and then it recommended it. 
off Bandcamp, so I went on there and uh, actually recommended a, a cassette from there that was a year old, which I was going to play a track from, and then I found out that they had a new one, um, so I thought I'd play that instead. And that is, um, if I wasn't or if I hadn't already made the Bytutatis track, my new jam, uh, uh, it would have been that year of birds. Maybe I'll do that in a week's time. It's from a C15 cassette, actually. It's called Knock Language, and it's on Ak 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 Records, and it's kind of Ak is spelled A C K exclamation mark uh, multiplied by three, and it's only like like I say, it's 50 minutes long. It's got about eight tracks on it, something like that, um, and also. Um, Bytetatus and uh, uh, Rick from uh, Dress Like Wolves, who is familiar with Year of Birds. They, tell, they both tell me that they're the loudest band in the north, um, so I, I guess you can't say further than that. I did actually, embarrassingly so, I realised that I had the sound turned out, down a little bit quiet when that started as well, so probably didn't sound particularly loud. Um, they've also, I've got something written down somewhere, let me see if I can try and find it. It's professional, I have made notes, I just can't always find them. Uh, the uh, Yeah, there's, they're also on the Art is Hard uh, Pizza Club um, thingy, which uh, who else has been on that? Keel Her, I think, has been on that. I've played a track from that before, and uh, something else. But yes, um, I've got the. I found it now. Don't worry. Ollie from uh, Year of Birds also records as uh, Ivan the Ivan the Torrible. Sorry, Ivan the Torrer. No, I'm. You see, this is what happens when I try and read from notes. This is why I don't normally do the notes. Anyway, I like it because it says like the fall, so that's good. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, um, actually, last week on the podcast, I did mention that I was supposed to have been... I did ask for recommendations years ago, years ago, months ago, uh, for recommendations for books to read when I went to Australia about music on the Kindle. And uh, somebody suggested uh, Mark Yarm's book about grunge. I think it's called uh, Everybody Loves Our Town, which I've been reading now. I've, I, haven't, I didn't read it when I was away, but I've been reading for the last week or so. And uh, hilariously, I'm not going to say who... But somebody who follows me on Twitter uh, did offer to send me a copy on the old digital variety over Twitter in a rather naughty way. I mean, I couldn't possibly condone um, file sharing or anything like that. Um, but hilarity ensued uh, because obviously Mark Yarm is one of these people who does searches uh, for his name on the uh, what, what iTunes has just tweeted me saying use your words. I'm not entirely sure what he means by that. Um, hmm. Anyway, on the uh, yeah, so um, hilarity ensued in the Mark Yarm obviously. Uh, did a search for his name and found out that somebody was willing to um, sort of give his book away over the old Twitter. I didn't actually accept it, I have to say, and I bought it properly uh, on the Kindle, uh, and I've been reading that. But it's not really what I expected. I thought, I don't know if you've read it, I expected it to be more of a sort of narrative thing, like uh, Sarah Marx's book on uh, Riot Girl or something like that. But actually, it's more of a weird sort of talking heads documentary. It doesn't actually have any any sort of journalistic sort of additional uh, editorial comment at all. It is just... Um, basically a selection of interviews all pieced together. Um, it's really interesting, actually. I mean, I was, uh, I guess I kind of sort of got into alternative music around about the time of uh, when grunge was starting to take off. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's really great interviews and really interesting. But got to be said, a lot of the bands are really crap. Um, people like uh, Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam or something, which I uh, I don't really understand. I just says you've forgotten how to speak for a moment, it seemed. That's kind of what happens on this podcast. You know that I forget how to speak all the time. This is, uh, normally what happens when I do that is I play music, which I'm going to do right now. This is Animal Noises, and confusingly it's from an EP called Aminal Noses. It's called Crocodile Tears.
It's animal noses uh, from an... No, it's not. I got it wrong. I knew I'd get it wrong. It's animal noises. Um, and it's from an EP called Aminal Noses. Uh, it's called Crocodile Tears. I love it because it's uh, it sounds like all hell, actually. It sounds rough as a dog's ass, which uh, isn't a bad thing, I guess. On the Twitter, uh, funny guy Tom, who I met at the Mosul gig uh, very briefly. I thought it was very briefly that we met at the Mosul gig, but I've been told um, by uh, Bar from Eagle Eye. Well, actually, we were talking for about 15 minutes, but uh, I guess I'd had too many... What was I, what was I drinking? Um, yeah, I can't remember, actually. It was some, off- no, it was some weird... Um, sort of micro-brew beer anyway, but Cock of the Walk, that was it. I knew you had some sort of uh, offensiveness too. Anyway, funny guy Thomas said, I've just tuned in to see if I can recognise your voice. Probably not, actually, because I put on a special voice for doing the podcast. This is my podcast voice, or uh, I think my telephone voice, as Dr. Nick called it, when she listened in when I was recording the podcast once. And I don't normally sound like this in real life. I don't quite know what I sound like in real life, because this is just the voice that comes out of my mouth when I sit in front of a microphone. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of... Uh, digressed a little bit earlier on iTunes I was going to say actually that iTunes um, did say to me that I should plug his gig so I'm going to plug his gig he does listen to the podcast uh, mostly every week and he does tweet at me uh, normally with the intention of uh, just putting me off I think but he does say um, that if you're lost for words during the podcast which obviously I'm always lost for words during the podcast I, I could mention a gig that he's putting on in Glasgow on Tuesday it's at the Captain's Rest uh, and it's a fight you can't win uh, Falls and Eddie and the T-Balls he sends me a link uh, but the link isn't really much good I could read it out but it's not very exciting I could say a bit dot ly slash capital no let's not i better not do that um oh, by tutatus on twitter says it's a sexual voice you could talk nuns down from heaven with that that's probably the most terrifying thing anybody has ever said anyway uh, to me obviously not just in general there's many more terrifying things people have said um i did promise i was going to play a track from the suns i played this actually uh, like a year and a half ago um before it was released any sort of proper format uh, kp son from the suns emailed me uh, the track, or did he do it through the powers of SoundCloud? It was some sort of internet magic, anyway. Um, but he said that um, when he recorded it, oh, no, when he sent me it, they were stranded in Edinburgh. It was during that sort of crazy ass snow um, a couple of years ago, and they were stranded in Edinburgh uh, and couldn't get back to Aberdeen, which is probably a good thing, if you ask me. Uh, but he sent me this track, and for some bizarre reason, it's going to sound really weird. When I listen to it, I always think of the snow, which is really strange. But that's me. This is Half Lived by the Sons. It's off their Leviathan uh, cassette. Uh, and I'll tell you more about where you can get that and all that sort of stuff after this.
the Suns. Uh, I, I used to call them the Sun or Suns because obviously they have uh, the second S. The second S. Yes, there is a second S. I got confused there and didn't know how many S's were in Suns. The second S in Suns, or the last S, uh, you could also call it, is in brackets. Um, so yeah, I used to thought it was called the Sun or Suns. But uh, everyone seems to call it the Suns, and uh, KP Sun didn't object, and that's how I referred to it, uh, referred to the band. Um, uh, the other night, actually, so I, I reckon I must be all right. It's from an EP called Leviathan. Uh, so it just came out this year, 2012, even though, like I say, I played on the podcast last year. It was a sneaky little preview um, we got. If it wasn't for the fact he'd uploaded it to his SoundCloud page and about 100 people had already listened to it by the time I played it last year. But anyway, I digress. It's still on cassette uh, that you can get. I do like the old cassettes. Uh, you can buy them uh, from a number of places. I think you can get it from Bandcamp, actually. But if you do go to um, Avalanche uh, Records at Edinburgh, which is the gar- grass market, you can get it with a wonderful print as well i do have um some I, you can also get it from uh, i think voxbox in stockbridge uh, and since stephen street have got it but i don't think they've got the print and uh, love music in glasgow may have it and may or may not have the print i'm not entirely sure um but uh, yeah the print's fantastic as well it's a weirdly shaped one i've said this before in the podcast it's like really tall so i still it's under my sofa at the moment actually probably gathering dust and being eaten by small bugs or something so i should really um i should really try and get that framed or something uh, or maybe just stick on the wall with blue tack that's what i would do if I was a student back in the days when I may or may not have met KP Sun. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it's on all Grove Records, and uh, yeah. Actually, when I went to Avalanche, um, I went to Avalanche this week, actually. I think it was, was it the weekend? Uh, um, I think uh, Kev from Avalanche tweeted on the Twitter, he had a couple of Cat Power vinyls. And for some reason, I didn't have any Cat Power stuff on the old physical uh, format, so I went in there to get um, Cat Power. I don't know, there's The Greatest, which is um, her last album of original material. I thought it had a pink cover with sort of... Uh, gold boxing gloves or something weirdly on it um, but it didn't have that at all it's got like something else it's got an entirely different picture so i'm confused maybe the uk version's got a different cover or something anyway i bought it anyway and also got a great book um bike snobs a uh, new book about commuting um and apparently i think it's from analog books who are also in the grass market they had a little thing in there i'm rambling aren't i oh dear anyway the amusing thing about avalanche was uh, i did try and go into avalanche uh, with the buggy with a little Edinburgh Man Jr. in there. If uh, you're familiar with Ad- Avalanche, um, one of their main sources of income at the moment is selling posters to students. Uh, and the posters are all over the place. So it was, um, yeah, it was uh, an interesting uh, obstacle course attempted to get through with a buggy. And uh, then Edinburgh Man Jr. woke up and it all kind of all kicked off. So we just had to get out. Um, on the Twitter, Lady Musics. I didn't realise Lady Musics was on Twitter. On Lady, Lady Musics, which I think is Lady, who are the next band I'm going to play. Um, so they're on the podcast tonight. Check it out. Well, thank you very much for for promoting the podcast. And uh, yeah, I, I don't normally play um, sort of six minute long sort of psychedelic rock stuff. Uh, but now and again, you just going to have to have a bit of that. You can't really uh, say, no, this is yeah, 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 yeah by Lady. It's from an EP called Candy and Cream, which is brilliant. And I shall probably natter on more about it after this.
tell I'm not a professional at this. I just found some gum in my pocket and I thought it'd be a great idea uh, to start putting some gum in my mouth, uh, which is a bad thing to do when you've only got sort of 20 seconds left to go on a track. So I desperately tried to fluff, sort of look around to try and find somewhere to put it in, but luckily I had uh, the little foil case from Mr. Kipling's apple pie. So um, you're okay. I don't have gum in my mouth uh, when I'm talking to you. Now that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, five years. I count that. Um, and that's from a band called Lady uh, and it's spelled how you'd expect it to spell. I don't know why I said that, actually. And it's from an EP called Candy and Cream uh, that you can get. I've written down where you can get it from. If you've got a lady uh, with two Ys, I knew there was a reason why I uh, I was going to um, explain the spelling. Ladywithtwoys.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can download that five-track EP. Um, and it was released on 11th of July. And uh, and uh, Nalo, on, oh, people who are playing on the podcast are listening, which is slightly terrifying. It means that I have to... Uh, make sure I don't unmute my uh, unmute the music. No, mute the music rather than mute my microphone, which I sometimes do. Uh, it says they're uh, really digging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that too many years there? And also, uh, it's all kicked off on the Twitter. Actually, Lady Music says thanks for the love. It's all I have to give. Really, there's nothing else. I don't have talent. I'm so you will get the love. And uh, a sterling idea says uh, good show tonight. Listening with hubby S S S Z D L. Uh, trying to convince him uh, to let me put some vocals on his tracks. Humph. And uh, also. <laughs> Uh, there's loads of tweets here funny guy Tom says listening to Edinburgh Man for the first time and it's not bad uh, but I may have to run away from my tea sorry to which iTunes says there's a ringing endorsement uh, right there yeah I mean that's kind of the endorsement I sort of expect on the podcast oh there's another one actually Dressed Like Wolves uh, says I'll have to catch Edinburgh Man uh, on demand not at home sadly looks like a good one you can tell that from the tweets can you Um, you can't really tell uh, my nonsense chat from the tweets or maybe you can uh, yeah, so we're actually about halfway through the podcast. I don't think it's going to be an hour long. It might be an hour long. You can never tell. I do have ten tracks uh, to play in the podcast, of which I have played five. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, we're kind of, uh, we're on track. We're on schedule. Although I don't have any more sort of six-minute long sort of psychedelic. There's another tweet, actually. Funny guy Tom said uh, he's enjoying this fall. Sounded like, I do love the way um, it starts off like that, and then it kind of goes into a sort of psychedelic jam towards the end. It's brilliant. It's a great EP, actually. Um, and they're from LA, I think. Uh, yeah, I did write it down somewhere, but I can't really find my notes. So I'll play some music. This is a Nice Fez by Jen Shand.
Nice Fez uh, by Jen Shand. And that's from, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I knew there was something at the end that I had to look out for. It's from any, um, let me get this right, it's called 19, colon, Songs for Uninspired by Valencia Chapter uh, 19. Uh, yeah, and it just came out, I think, well, this is kind of confusing. It came out on the 17th of July, that's what Bandcamp says. Uh, but last time I looked, um, I still only had a couple of tracks up there for sort of preview, and not all the tracks were there. And what I did, I had um, Jen very kindly uh, sent me the download code uh, for the album. Uh, and I've done this once before, and I I, 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 I kind of didn't want to do it, and I wasn't going to do it, and I wasn't going to type in the download code, um, because... Uh, when the, an album has uh, often only got preview tracks. I did this once before when I bought the Dad Rocks album uh, on vinyl at, a, at the Dad Rocks gig that Song by Toad put on at Henry's Cellabar. Um And the album was coming out the Monday and the gig was on the Saturday. And I got home and I thought, I, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this. And I typed in the download code to Bandcamp and it only gave me the one track, the preview track, rather than uh, all the tracks because I didn't wait until Monday. And I kind of got overexcited again. Uh, and I did wait, and it was past the 17th, and it said it was out on the 17th, and I typed in the download code, and it only gave me the two preview tracks. But that was one of the preview tracks, so there we go, we were okay in the end, and that was the one I wanted to play on the podcast. Um, and actually, I should say that um, Jen is uh, also in a band called Shand. It's spelt S-C-H-A-N-D-E, uh, and if you go to allthingshand.bandcamp.com, I was going to give tiny URLs for all the stuff on the podcast, wasn't I? I made one for that, it's Ed Shand, uh, but now I'm going to have to spell the Shanda again, so it kind of defeats the purpose of making the tiny URL, to be quite honest. Uh, but also they're on Twitter at Shandaband, which I've, you know if you follow me on Twitter, because I will probably have already tweeted. Did I tweet to say what I was playing? I possibly did. I sometimes forget. Um, actually, the fact that I bought the... I kind of... Uh, apologies. If you listen to the podcast for the first time, I tend to uh, say something and then my brain thinks of something else that is kind of slightly related. I mentioned there that I bought um, the Dad Rocks album, uh, which is a great album, in uh, a gig at Henry Cellar by Song by Toad. Toad's got a, a gig that he's putting on on the 27th of July, which I think is next Friday, maybe, uh, with Joe, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce Joe's surname from the Shivers, uh, Scott Rudd and Francis McKee uh, from the Vaseline, so I recommend uh, you get down to that. I do love Henry's, it's a fantastic little uh, venue. It's got um, a whole load of dank, which is definitely good, although there's something really weird about the flooring in the toilets uh, that sort of reacts somehow with the uh, the f- sort of uh, the sole of Converse shoes that makes it really slippy. At least I always find it really slippy. Maybe I've just stood in something uh, quite horrible. Anyway, um, yeah. I actually was reading Song by Toad's uh, website the other day and he had a fantastic blog post on there, one of the best blog posts he'd ever posted. And it wasn't actually posted by him. It was uh, by his um, his good lady who posted about cooking for bands. We've only ever had, I think, two bands um, stay at, uh, at Chez Edinburgh, man. Um, Nan Turner from uh, Schwervon stayed here once and uh, the Jeff Lewis band stayed here once and I don't think we ever cooked for them uh, but anyway there's a great blog post on Song by Toad's website about cooking for bands when they stay which is quite interesting anyway I digress completely I did say I was going to play a track by Baitutatis um, who did uh, tweet at me earlier on I don't know if they're still listening uh, this is a new single it is absolutely fantastic um, I haven't been able to stop listening to it actually since uh, since I got it um, earlier on this week there's a story behind that actually but uh Maybe I won't say that. Anyway, it's uh, called Hero and Linda, spelled L-E-A-N-D-E-R, uh, and it's fantastic. This is by Tutatis. And I will light the
by two titles. It's called Hero and Linda, and uh, Hero spelled L-E-A-N-D-E-R, and uh, it's a double A side with a track called World's Worst, which I will almost certainly play at some point over the next week or two uh, on the podcast. I do totally love that track. Um, I can't possibly gush about it more enough, I don't think. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, I, I've played by two titles on the podcast before. Um, I think I'd. Uh, I think it was a double A side. Actually, still honest, has just said this is excellent. First came across them uh, in the shed. It's uh, EP with uh, dressed like wolves. Uh, I, indeed, I got the. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got that uh, dressed like wolves double A side. Uh, sorry, split EP with Bitey Tatters and uh, the tracks on there are wonderful. But I wasn't quite prepared for the anthemic indie rock that is that track. It is absolutely brilliant. I've actually got um, on the Twitter as well. iTunes says uh, he likes this song and pretty CDs too. I do have. Uh, I was saying, hang on, I've got to reach over and get them. Um, the CDs have got like a cutout on the front it's a picture of a horse um, and it's a sort of the horse is the image of the horse is on the, in the inside sleeve and then it's sort of cut out in the shape of the horse's head and it's got a cutout where it says bite tatters and when you pull the sleeve out uh, the horse is mounted on a, on a, on a thing on a wall uh, which is quite distressing um, but it is fantastic and I do actually have two copies of it rather embarrassingly the first one I got that Baitatatis sent me I don't really ask for freebies to be honest ever um, but um, if people if people send me them obviously I'm not going to send them back so massive thanks to Baitatatis for sending me it uh, but the first one didn't play in my CD player which was somewhat distressing because I really was quite keen to hear it um, so they sent me another uh, so I've got two and there's only a limited edition of 100 and I've got two and I guess iTunes has got two as well if, you, if one rather if he knows uh, if he knows the CD looks good so there's only I guess 97 out there now so you better you better get Again, buying it damn quickly. It's Bajitatis, which is a we found out last time when I played them on the podcast. It was an exclamation uh, from Asterix. And I was going to find, I've got an Asterix book somewhere, and I was going to find it and take a photograph of Asterix saying Bajitatis and use that for the little hipstamatic image uh, for the podcast for this week. But I couldn't find my Asterix book rather distressingly. So instead, I'll just, I don't know, I'll take two photographs of the, sorry, I'll take a photograph of the two CDs and I'll put that up instead so you can see how wonderful it is. Anyway, if you go to bajitatis.bandcamp.com and it's spelled B-Y- T-O-U-T-A-T-I-S dot bandcamp dot com I won't make a tiny URL for that uh, and they're from the north that's what it says on their bandcamp website and I'm going to say because they are wonderful I will say it's Daniel Cochran on uh, vocals uh, Robbie Major on violin and synth Francis B. Muriel on drums, organ and vocals and Ben Hopkins on, on uh, guitar, piano and vocals actually I should say that Daniel Cochran is also on not just on vocals but wind organ and guitar um, I don't normally read out what the people play in the band but I kind of um, I, yeah I'm just so taken by that I could not. Anyway, before I sort of uh, gush too much, this is, and cough as well, I'm about to cough. This is Nalo and Beasts and Cartoons.
It's a bit of an anthemic in the wrong evening, isn't it? That's uh, Nalo, spell N-A-L-L-O, uh, and it's called Beast and Cartoons, open brackets, rope, and sand, close bracket. And it's from an EP. Um, an EP or an LP? I think it's an LP uh, called Meccano and Trees. If you go to nalo.bandcamp.com, like I said, it's N-A-L-L-O.bandcamp.com, you can get it from there. And uh, it was released, I guess... It's either released on the 10th of June um, or the 12th of July. Both dates are featured on that Bandcamp uh, page. I don't think it really matters, does it? It's all academic. It's out now. It was released sometime in the past, and you can get it now. And on the Twitter now, we're actually listening. See, thanks again, Great Wicks. Uh, glad to be a part of it. It's kind of worked all right tonight, actually, I think, um, which is almost certainly going to jinx it. And uh, the computer's going to crash now, and it won't have saved anything or something like that. So this will be the only time, probably, that you've been able to hear it. Um, and also, uh, I did say... Uh, yeah, did I cough uh, during that? I did mute my microphone and then did a massive cough and then I think I may have accidentally... I used this little multi-touch device thing um, to unmute and mute my microphone and I think I may have re-unmuted it again and coughed, so apologies if there was a noise at the start of that. I don't think you could probably have heard it over the fantastic noise uh, that was that track, but uh, you never do know. And uh, iTunes says, but I did tweet on that about the fact that, uh, that I, I did maybe cough on the old uh, Twitter and uh, actually said it's okay my browser is crashing and I can't hear anything anymore which is probably just as well I think we maybe we might end up lasting till uh, I don't know 10 o'clock and, um, Scott Scribblers has always bloody seemed to miss your podcast I never actually bothered to check if there's anywhere I can catch up of course there's somewhere you can catch up in fact most people listen to it on the catch up not many people uh, listen to it on the old uh, live there's only a handful and only a small amount of people who actually tweet at me listen to them live. But anyway, Scott Scribble, if you are listening live, live now, you can go to edinburghman.com and uh, there'll be something on there where you can just hit play and you can listen to previous podcasts. All whatever, 101. Actually, not 101, because it's actually like about 116, as we discovered last week. I do love this next track. I mean, I've loved all the tracks on the podcast. That's my criteria uh, for playing stuff. But this is Zed Penguin, uh, who's Matthew Winter. He's now a, a trio, actually. Apparently, this is from an EP called uh, Red Tulip yellow tulip and it's got a brilliant sort of sonic youth vibe going on this is who'll come dancing
said Penguin, which used to, like I said, used to be Matthew Winter, um, and it's now a three-piece. And I'm, I'm assuming from the Bandcamp uh, credits that it's James Metcalf on bass and Casey Miller on drums. Because uh, EP also has someone on cello called Atsy, um, but uh, I suspect the cello is not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, so three of those four people. Uh, or apparently now uh, Zed Penguin uh, the EP is brilliant it's not, that's not actually the lead track but it is my favourite like I say because it has that great sort of sonic riff going through it um, they have a support uh, a launch gig rather in support of the EP it's at 39 Midri, Midri Street in Edinburgh um, they are from Edinburgh obviously if you didn't catch ever did I say that at the start it's with Edinburgh School for the Deaf and Dan Mulch from the leg doing a solo slot I suspect I think 39 Midri Street is a practice space um, so maybe a fairly small thing but if you go to Zed Penguin it's exactly how you'd expect it it's Zed Zed or Z, ed, penguin.bandcamp.com, uh, and you can download the EP there. I think it's a name your price thing. Um, we only have uh, like five more minutes to go. I'm not going to do my usual thing where I go and run through all the tracks that I've played in the podcast. I will say uh, that I played 10 tracks in the podcast tonight. If you go to edinburghman.com and look up the, uh, what is this, podcast number 102, uh, there'll be all the stuff that I played in the podcast tonight and links to where you can download all the stuff. Some of them you have to pay for, but you know, they're all pretty damn good, so I recommend you pay for them. I've got one more track to go on the podcast um, it says on their website that they're a Vermont stroke PDX stroke Brooklyn Froke collective uh, but it also says they're from Brooklyn so I'm not entirely sure it's a three track EP uh, called Turner Street by Janot which oh sorry Genot Genot I'm not entirely sure spell it J-E-E-N-N-O-T so it could be Genot I don't know the track is called Tire Swing uh, the EP is called Turner St- Turn- sorry <laughs> the EP is called Turner Street Ah, oh, we got there in the end. These hour-long podcasts, and oh, it does it to me every time. Thank you very much for listening. This is a brilliant track, and uh, and a great one to end on. It's going to make me quite sleepy. This one. This is Tire Swing by G Not, and I'll see you next time for podcast one of three.
Cause babe, I'm coming back